So welcome everyone. I'm Ivy Rivera. I'm a psychic medium and a Taino Arawak. Today we have special guest, astrologer Christina Del Rey with us. She teaches astrology at the Ivy League Psychic Academy. She also has her own YouTube channel where she's doing monthly horoscopes for you guys and updates on the planetary shifts. Christina, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. And then we have Polly, our adorable producer. How are you doing, Paul? Um, well, now. So uh, you guys can post your questions and Paul will be taking them throughout the show. And if he's not interjecting there, we'll be saving them until the end. Now today we have Christina on here for the third time in a short period of time. This is is the third class in a series that she and I will be doing on raising consciousness because we are firm believers that the time is now for light workers to step up and start fulfilling their contracts, for everyone to step into their higher being, higher self, higher mind. There is no time like the present. This is it. Everyone is being called forward. And we want to help you to tap into that higher vibration for yourself. So Christina was on a few weeks ago. Uh, we did a free mini class. You can go back on this YouTube channel and find it called Feelings Versus Intuition, How Not to Make Decisions from Your Emotions. She talks on there about how the planets will affect you and cause you to feel excessively emotional, possibly causing you to run the risk of making decisions from your feelings when you should be making them from your intuition. We also had Christina on for end times. Are we there? A look at our current situation here, not only in America, but in the world and changes that are going on planetarily, socially. What does it mean? Are we in the book of revelations? Are we in the end times? So you could go back and check that out too. Today though, we are talking about high vibration versus low vibration and how the planets can affect you in such a way that it's overwhelmingly negative and you will feel as though you're having to battle your own self to tap into that high vibration. So we're going to be breaking that down today. Now, before we get into that, I do want to explain to everyone that we appreciate you sharing this video, giving it a thumbs up, and please do subscribe. I am joining together with the Stop hate for profit campaign with the NAACP and the Anti-Defamation League to cut all funds to Facebook and Instagram for their hate speech. And this is a tough blow to a small business and spiritual movement like this. So please do contribute by subscribing, liking, and sharing. Thank you. Okay. So Christina, I have some questions for you. Okay. We are really all aware on some level or another, whether we practice it or not, we're all pretty much aware that the three steps that you need to take to tap into a higher vibration in your life is mindfulness. Number one, you have to be aware of yourself, right? You have to be aware of your thought. Education, so knowing what to do to replace that negativity with positivity and taking action, behavioral modification, self-control, you know, whatever you need to do to make it happen. We can't stand back and just say, oh, well, somebody else is going to come do it for me. You know, we have to do the hard work. But beyond that, what can you tell people about the planet and how they might make those three steps incredibly difficult to do? I know that you were looking a lot. I don't know if this this is just for the summer or if it's in general, but I've heard you talk a lot about Mars and transitions with 
Mars. How does that trigger us? What is Mars all about? Well, I think like, you know, the fact that summer has come and we're all, you know, we're outside, we're coming off of being um, very frustrated from quarantine. And, you know, we live in the city of Buffalo. So there is, you know, there's been a lot of violence in the city of Buffalo lately. And, you know, the, the only way to really stop that, I feel like is using some of these tools that we teach. And, you know, you know, being mindful and using these tools, because if you don't know, then you're going to be on the wrong path. You know what I'm saying? So it's like here at the Academy, we try to empower you with, you know, the knowledge that we have, you know, you, you make your own decisions based on the knowledge that you have. We, you know, like Maya Angelou says, you know, you, you do your best until you know better. Right. So, and, and how are we going to know better? Well, you know, through educating ourselves and through, through having these tools and putting them to use. And even, and, you know, Michelle Obama, um, when they go low, we go high, you know, that's what she's talking about. She's talking about high vibrational behavior. So, you know, a consciousness revolution is really just making people aware of these planetary energies and how they can raise their own individual vibrations there in order to raise the collective vibration and when you do that, you're able to sort of step into the blessings that your higher power, whomever you believe that to be, Jesus, God, you know, whoever you pray to, once you step into some of these, these higher vibrations, you can bring the blessings to yourself now and, you know, and, and to those around you as well. And if you're not aware, those blessings can pass you by. There like, will law, be- like law of attraction. Yes. But you know, it's, it's charted, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the blessings are going to come, but they will be so much more meaningful and so much more fruitful. If you use that energy to, you know what I mean? If you're empowered by knowing what to do and, you know, when I remember before I knew about astrology and everything and something good would happen, I would think, Oh, you know, things are changing this month, you know, I'm everything's gonna be great from now on. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe not, you know what I mean? That's not really how it works, you know. You get like there's certain cycles, you know, you get every 12 years, you know, you get these big blessings. Well, if you don't know that, you're just gonna think, Oh, I'm I'm good, you know, everything's gonna be fine from now on. No, no, no. Like you have to really you have to tap into those energies to get the blessing. You know, I I just, I just want to say this playing off of that. I think that there are too many people who don't understand that that you're not born into good luck or bad luck per se. There are cycles. We are all going through cycles. We're supposed to maximize all of those cycles. And when you were talking about the blessings, the upswing, God, the universe, you know, giving you these blessings and it being a lot like, you know, law of attraction, would you agree that people can miss the boat? You know, I think too many people sit idly by thinking that, oh, well, it'll come around again, or it's no big deal that I missed that opportunity. I have time. I see many, many things as a psychic medium and people's life contract that are on deadlines. Now, this is great for relief, but it's also pressure to get things done on time. Yeah, that's true because, you know, opportunities come and they, you know, this energy, it might come once in your life. Maybe. And if you don't take advantage of that, that's going to be a regret someday. And that the blessing won't come in its full form. You know, there might still be some blessings, but it won't come in its full form if you're not aware, you know, and, and the thing that people need to know too, is that, you know, we can, with our knowledge, we're empowering you to ask deeper questions. We're not saying we know everything, follow us. You know what I mean? That That's not what we're saying. We're saying we can give you the tools 
because all the answers are within you. Yeah. You just have to know how to pull them out to get the best blessings. You know what I mean? To fulfill your highest vibration. Because if you meet somebody who says, I, you know, I know everything. I have all the answers. Follow <laughs> me. Be very afraid of that person. Run the yeah. other way because yes. nobody has all the answers. We only have these tools for you to tap into those, you know, energies so that you can bring yourself, you know, that, um, you know, awareness and how can you rise to the highest vibration and bring change? I mean, we are in yep. changing times like these, this is a once in a lifetime yes, thing is. that is going on in the world right now and, and very big in the city of Buffalo of what's going on. So we do have Mars and, you know, anybody who's an Aries, or a Scorpio for that matter, would be very familiar with this Mars energy. But Mars just entered its home sign, which is Aries, for six months. Now that that is a very rare thing. We only have usually about six weeks. So we, because there's a retrograde involved here, we have this Mars energy really coming at us for the summer. And if we are not in a higher consciousness, if we don't know this, we can, this can be violent. So the, right, Mars is the planet of war. Yes. 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 And the thing is, is that, you know, we, if we're conscious, we can do so much with this energy. Mars is action. It's drive. It's instinct. It's fire. It's like that first breath energy. You know, if we, Mars is survival. Okay. So, you know, as humans, we've evolved, but, you know, there are times in life when we need to survive and we have to act that way. It also has a component of sex, of sexual reproduction. It is, it is sort of connected to that because the species needs to survive to keep moving, you know, for it to keep evolving. Okay. So it is connected to that as well. And I always think, and it's funny, but like, I always watch my, my dogs <laughs> because they're, you know, dogs are primal, you know, and we all have a little bit of primal within us. And, you know, they, they just, they're just in the moment, you know, like they growl at each other and they do this. And I always think, gosh, I feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, somebody pissed you off and you're like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like you just want to lash right out at them. And, you know, because we're humans, we have to bring that up, you know, like we can't, it, Mars is very animalistic. You know, it, we have to have that because we might need that someday. We might have to fight out of a situation someday, right. um, you know, and some of us more than others. But when you feel this anger rise up with, in, with, within you, this is often Mars triggering you. And the important thing is, is that when we, when, when we feel that war happen in us, because we all have a war in us and, and people that we meet can trigger that to come out, right? So when we, when we feel that, it's really important. To, I, and what, exactly what you're saying with the three steps, step one is that consciousness, okay, I'm feeling this. You know what I mean? I'm mindful of it. I have to realize that I'm going to pop off at somebody right now. Okay. Yep. You know what I mean? We've all been there. We all know. And, um, and I'm going to lash out right now. So you're like, you have to, you know, you may have to separate yourself from that situation, but um, we need to make sure that we are using the spiritual warrior instead of, you know, the, the military war. Cause that's, because Mars rules people in the military. Mars rules police officers as well. Like this is that energy of that in the moment fighting. You know what I mean? And because you think about it, it's 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 primal, right? And 
and we need that. It's not like we don't need that, but we also need to rise above it with, you know, higher consciousness. And, oh. and step two is like yeah. training yourself to yeah. do that. And, you know, and, and just the awareness, like you said, you know, with your training and all the classes that you offer, you know, you kind of teach people step-by-step step how to, well, you know what I mean? Hold back a second, you know, you know, you have to block out their energies, you know, not absorb them. And then you have to decide how, how am I going to separate myself from others energy? How am I going to think about this and use the energy or use the anger to, to fight and bless myself? Like, how am I going to use this action to bless myself right. and also bless others around me? Because, you know, you can get upset and you can pop off at somebody, but who's that helping? Who's that helping? You know what I mean? Is there there a moment where that is necessary? Yes. Okay. You know, there, there may come a time where yes, you have to speak your truth and, but can you do it in a way that leaves you with dignity? You know, do you have to do it in a way that steals the other person's dignity? No matter how, you know, like Michelle Obama said, you know, they go low, we go high. Can we say our truth? Can we take action and still keep our integrity? Yeah. Well, and I want to say like, you know, off of that, you guys are probably hearing this and you're like, okay, yes, but how? And in the heat of the moment, but how? And if this is a six month transition with Mars being at the forefront, affecting everyone, making everyone act like animals. Yes. Okay. But how? At a time, no coincidence, right? At a time when we are looking at defunding the police and protests and activism and real change for the first time in a long time. None of this is a coincidence. It's all perfectly coming in just at right the moment at the right time. But but you know, we have to use that Mars warrior energy from the high vibe or we become more stagnant or more destructive. It sets us back. This is why Christine and I are saying the time is now. Absolutely. Now, here are a couple other free mini classes that I put up since the quarantine started that can help you with those details she was just talking about. The first one is called how to check your ego. Don't forget, ego isn't just about, you know, having an arrogant attitude about yourself or having no self-esteem and covering it up with an arrogant attitude. You know, your ego is about fear. It's about feeling powerless. And it's about cutting yourself off from your higher mind, your intuitive intelligence. Okay, so we don't wanna be reactionary. Get rid of that ego. Mm -hmm. Check out that class. Another one is called free will versus destiny charted future. I feel like, Christina, one of the things that we see constantly with our clients or our students is this victimhood mentality. Well, I can't. Well, it's easier said than done. Well, I wish. Well, I hope. Well, they seem to not understand the difference between free will and destiny charted future. Planets can be set in motion. Life contracts can be things that you decided on before you came to Earth. Deadlines are a very real thing, but so is free will. Every single one of those opportunities comes with, you know, an option for you to choose high versus low. So check out free will versus destiny charted future. And the third one I'm recommending for you guys today is how to hate less and forgive more. And Christina, I would like to hear, while we're still on the topic of Mars, because it is the planet of war, Mm -hmm. 
you know, how you feel this plays into that, because that free mini class, while I, I don't know that it's getting as much traction as I would hope, people don't like to work really hard on forgiveness. But if you have, if you have a grudge in your heart, if you are aggressive towards someone else, you can't let it go. It blocks your prosperity true and it is the biggest block i would say of anything that prevents you from tapping into that high vibration and receiving those blessings from the universe totally agree because um you know that will set you free when and you don't have to talk to that person ever again it has you nothing know, it, to do with them watch nothing the class. With them. it's a it and it's such um you know and, and i i did have people that i in my childhood that i had to forgive you know Nobody I had to talk to again, but, um, you know, once you let that off your shoulders and you, you know, you give that to the higher power, you're free and it's freeing your life up to bring you blessings. So the only thing you're doing by holding a grudge is blocking blessings to yourself. So, you know, and we just had a lunar eclipse yesterday, actually. And, you know, some of you may have been freed from something like that, you know, like it was, it had a nice trine to Uranus and, you know, we'll talk about Uranus in a little bit, but sometimes there just comes a moment where you, all of a sudden you feel free yeah. and you're, and, and you're empowered by that, you know, you're empowered by that. So and that was yesterday. Um, yes. Interesting. So very, very interesting. And, and, and freedom, you know, can, you know, it, it can come quickly and surprisingly, but it can also free you in a way that leave so many more blessings for you to tap into so and, and isn't that amazing that just as we're entering into this battle with with mars a battle within ourselves a battle with each other a battle with the police a battle with you know authority and military and all of this as we're doing that we have an eclipse that helps us to release what needs to be taken out of the way the universe is helping and yeah it's pushing us and this eclipse that happened was the last in the series of capricorn cancer so we're kind of closing that door you know this year is really about closing that door and then stepping into this higher consciousness this this more equal level playing field of the age of Aquarius that's coming that we're going to be, you know, more stepping into. And the battle is coming, you know, I mean, if anybody thinks we're fighting a battle now, just wait, <laughs> it's coming. That's right. And, um, you know, and, and we do have um, in August, starting in August, you know, Mars is going to be up there and he's going to square all those planets we talked about in our last mini class. Um, on the end times, so people oh. can go back and look at that. But he's going to make squares to the power players in the sky. And those are going to be tense. That's going to be like, you know, war-ish energy, whether it be, you know, whether it be action or words or, you know, this is going to be intensity. So if we go low, you know <laughs> what I mean? And they go low, what are we looking at? Yeah, We're exactly. looking at disaster right so we Ooh. have to, we have to make sure and i know there are plenty of wonderful spiritual warriors out there danny being one of them um i know that there's many out there i know that there are but um you know we need more we need more well everyone as individuals needs to step up and it's right. it's about knowing yourself knowing where your energy is going and this is a great class for you guys to tune into because now that you know there is Mars, the planet of war, just shifted. It's going to be there for six months. You know, listen to what Christina said. 
You could see it watching the dogs. You could see it with your own reaction. Something that would have been like water off a duck's back before. Now you want to lash out and attack that person. You know, maybe you enjoy driving normally, but now you want to get out and have, you have road rage. You know, what mm -hmm. is happening? Why is it happening? How long is it going to go on for? And how can you use that as a tool to vibe high, not low? What skill are you supposed to be picking up on? So it, it's important yeah. to remember, like you can't, you can't help how you're feeling in that moment. The only thing you can control is your reaction. Right. So it, it's like, you know, when you pop off at somebody, that's an act of self you know, that's like, oh, I'm in charge of myself. You know what I mean? Like I am empowered. I didn't do that. I really wanted to, but I held back, you know, that's self mastery right there. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's like, that's like taking that and, and putting yourself up a level. So every time you don't pop off at somebody that is really deserves it, even on know? social media, folks start practicing there. Yeah, just, you know, just, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, know that you're, you're higher, you're making your level higher. And then you say to yourself, what can I do that will bring, you know, change, meaningful change, not, you know, I'm just going to get into a verbal argument with somebody on a low level. No, no, don't, don't give that your energy. Cause that, and that's what you were talking about before. Mindfulness. Now, you're, the point. now you're giving them your energy. You're giving them your power. You're handing it to them. Don't right. hand them your power. No. We also, we have, we have another class called empathic awareness mm -hmm. and I have a whole web website for these classes. Like I said, with the activists and protest anti-burnout and for children, you know, for teachers at Ivy Rivera, empathic educator.com. I'll have Paul put that in the comments, but this is another big issue, especially with something like Mars transitioning here, creating all of that uh, like animalistic, you know, rage. And I thought it was interesting that you mentioned the babies, the potential for pregnancies and whatnot. You know, when we start talking about empathic ability, which everybody has, there are four different levels. I, tr I train on that website, but we are all at risk for absorbing from other people and taking that in and not knowing the difference between what is mine and what is others. So the rage that you may be feeling and battling is not even your own. That is another great course for you to take to learn how to block out other people's energy. It's especially, not now when. Especially if you're a healer or, yeah. you know, if you are, if you're working with people, <laughs> if yeah. you work in an office next to somebody, you have to know how to block out the energy. Yeah. You really, you know, like, my students always say to me, miss, are you in your bubble again? <laughs> and I'll say, I'm sorry, let me, let me take down the bubble. They know, they yeah. know, you know, my own children know that's, that's something that you have to protect your energy. Because if you, if you can't, if you're not protecting your energy, how are you going to be a spiritual warrior? And how can you be mindful when you don't know what is yours and what is others inside? You know, and there's only one way to learn that. And that is through the curriculum that you offer. Yeah, you there there really isn't another way. No, there isn't. And it takes hard work, you know? It and I, I mean, I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea how to connect what was coming from spirit to what was going, you know what I mean? Now, like, you know, now I can work as a channel. Whereas I didn't know what was mine, what was spirit, what was somebody else's. Like, no, there was no, the boundaries weren't there for me. Yes. Now boundaries. I know you know, and now I know what to protect and I, I'm not perfect. Believe me, I'll, I'll probably pop off at somebody at some point, you know what I mean? But you know, when you have those moments, you know, and you can go, you know, if you do have a moment like that and you can go back and, and kind of say, you know, I'm really sorry, or, you know, like, you know, and even if they deserved it, you know, kind of take back 
whatever you gave to them and, and kind of, right. you know, take it back. Mars is the planet of I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's impulsive, you know, and, and but the higher, the higher vibration of that is that we can really like right now, we have so much energy. We have so much drive to get things accomplished. So if we go to the high, you know, if we go high, we're going to get a lot accomplished, especially for people like, you know, like Danny and, and, you know, her tribe that is really out there in the streets, making the differences, um, you know, and, and, and anybody who wants to put their energy into something fruitful, they're going to have a lot of it now. So if they're using it in the right way, you're going to really like, you're going to up your level, you know? So if you're, if you're looking into spiritual classes, if you're looking into doing something like that, you know, you're going to have all this energy, you know, now, I mean, it's, Six months that's a long time i plan on using that energy yes so. absolutely and christina's referring to danny johnson who was part of our end times class so we did that free mini class uh the last time we were together it was called end times are we there danny johnson is an activist who also works with the academy okay danny is on tonight and uh, she said thank you to you and christina she's grateful to learn from both of you and to serve this movement with love and self-accountability mm -hmm. That's right, love and self-accountability, right? So yeah, if we learn from her as well, so. Absolutely, yes, we love having you. Um, we have to we have to realize once and for all that if we are in a unique position to make tremendous change right now, you know, we are all participating in that. We all collectively need to feed the high. So I love that about Mars, you know, difficult as it can be and you're saying Aries and Scorpios you know would understand this the most well you know people like that in your life you know they can be difficult they can be um what's the word I'm looking for some compulsive sometimes very fiery even though it's not technically a, those aren't fire signs but um yeah Aries is fire Aries is oh, Aries is fire. yeah I mean my Aries they all know anybody who's watching that's an Aries you know impatience is not you know a thing with them they have to really work at that you know so but but that you know they're there to learn that too and you know yeah. how to control that so and right now this is their time and the high vibration okay of mars is that power mm -hmm. that opportunity that push meaningful make change. it happen yeah. not just not just actions yes. but meaningful actions okay. huge yeah. love it what about uranus how is that a planet that tends to affect us negatively in a harsh way? Well, interestingly enough, <laughs> Mars and Uranus, Uranus is sort of considered the higher vibration of Mars, believe it or not. But Uranus has its own story, okay? Uranus is the rebel rouser. He's, when he comes along and he touches one of your personal planets in your chart, he may turn your life upside down. And just when you thought you had control, right? everything's going great i'm so this has so been me right everything's going great you're coasting uranus comes along and nothing you know nothing's the same everything is turned upside down and you're like what the hell just happened right and if he makes a hard aspect to one of your chart points or planets you have no idea what just hit you it's shocking it's erratic it, I don't know what I want. I have all this energy. I got to get rid of the energy. I'm not sure what to do. And this can be also, ex you can make an impulsive decision here just because, you know, Uranus is electricity. So if you think about electricity or thunder and lightning, right? Okay. So it comes out of the blue. It's very surprising. 
and you think to yourself, you want freedom and you want it now. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so sometimes you can just be like, you know what, not doing this anymore. I create it. Yep. I, you know, and there is the saying that goes with Uranus that don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, you know, if, if you take this, the low, you know, and every, every planet has a low vibration, high vibration. So the lower vibration here would be quitting and not having anywhere to go or, you know, or leaving something that you worked on and, you know, it's, and it's gone or making a decision to, you know, hurt somebody. And then you want to take it back later, you know? So, so when Uranus is making a major, what do you say, transit in your chart somewhere, do people run the risk of doing things like leaving their career or leaving yes. their marriage yes. or <laughs> turning, <laughs> what about drug and alcohol abuse or bad habits, escapist tendencies? Cause they don't want to do the work. What, um, what are you looking at? This would be more of like making a sudden decision like that. And then it possibly you regretting it later. But the energy is there for a reason. So that's when you have to start asking yourself, you know, harder questions like, you know, okay, I can't help what I'm feeling. Why exactly am I feeling this? You know, you have to think about consequences with this too, because, you know, okay, I don't feel like being in my marriage anymore. I'm just going to go. Well, okay, but you know, how's that going to affect your kids? How's that going to, you know what I mean? Like you have to think of other people other than yourself. And then you have to kind of decide how are you going to get that freedom that Uranus wants so badly? How can you make that work in your life? You know? So, so Uranus isn't necessarily about forcing you to look at what needs to change for the sake of change it's or to go from low to high it's more about helping you to get to a place of freedom yes and like that's okay. the higher vibration is freedom independence and the real um people with strong uranus in their chart they tend to be like a walking revolution because <laughs> uranus is all about revolution so these are the people who live their truth no matter what you know and, what i mean no matter and, what and what think. signs are ruled by Uranus? Um, this is like a, this is mostly Aquarius, but you can, you can have a strong Uranus in your chart without being Aquarian. You know what I mean? So these are people who, you know, I'm just going to go live my truth and I'm not going to care. I'm going to have purple hair and I'm going to, you know, I don't know, whatever you, whatever feels good to you. And you can know that you're honest with yourself. Um, and you, and it sets you apart because Uranus is really all about being different and going your own way. And, you know, regardless of what other people think, and, you know, this is a big thing in, in astrology, mediumship, you know what I mean? Like we all have, you know, somewhat of a strong Uranus in our chart because otherwise we wouldn't be doing this. We would be busy blending with everybody right. else, you know, or so, you know, to, to go against the grain that is the Uranus energy, but it's, it's very important to make sure you have a purpose. You don't want to be you know, okay. a person that goes against the grain just because you feel like stirring up some, you know, right trouble. No, you don't want to be that person. You want to make sure that if you're going to, if you're going to walk that freedom line, if you're going to be true to yourself, that you are going to do it for a purpose, you know, and, gonna, and are we seeing a lot going on with Uranus this well, summer or right now? Probably um, not now, but next year we have a series of squares. Okay. And well, they are sort of in orb, but they're not coming to a full meeting yet. Okay. But 2021 will be the struggle between the old and the new. And there will be three meetings of Saturn and Uranus. And it's going to be, 
it's going to be a pull. It's going to be a fight. You know, it's going to be friction between the old and the new, the old regime and the new regime and the, you know, what, what we're leaving behind and what's coming in. And with revolution, there is always, you know, there's always resistance and there is going to be resistance. So if we, if we act out of low vibrational behavior, we're going to be in trouble. You know, that's, that's not going to bring us where we need to go. Like, I guess that's, you know, that's the whole thing. And, and we just want to make sure that we have a purpose. We keep that purpose in mind. And then we try to get to that purpose, that goal as, you know, as, as high vibrational as we possibly can. Right, beautiful. And I have just one more question for you before we start taking people's questions and comments over here. Mm-hmm. What about Pluto? Because my understanding of Pluto and based on a, a Pluto transit that I recently went through, this one seems sometimes to be the most brutal out of all of them. And uh, talk about not knowing what hit you. You're saying that with uh, the, the Uranus transit, but I felt it with this also. Mm-hmm. Pluto is the planet. It's like the slowest moving planet. So the slower the planet moves, the more you feel it. Yep. And when when Pluto comes along and it touches a, a planet, a personal planet or, you know, a personal point in your chart, that's going to be some slow transformation. Okay. And it's not an easy transformation. It's going to be you digging deep into the themes that are playing out and you looking at what's ugly. Pluto is always looking at the ugly. And it's also looking at the ugly and it's also, it's really, you know, with the Greek mythology and all that, it was actually going to hell and getting rid of everything you own and then realizing what is important and then coming out on the other side getting back your things that you left behind, but they mean something different to you now. So that's the transformation there. It's you know, like- let me just say too, I had repeat dreams throughout my Pluto transit. And I believe you told me I got a double dose of it. So mm-hmm. most people get it for X amount of time and I got it for double that amount of time. But that entire time without fully understanding what you were telling me, I was like, okay. I did notice as it got more intense and the further into hell I went, the more the more I was listening to the things you were teaching me on this. But I have a whole journal of dreams where I would be leaving something, you know, up a tunnel or in a hole. I would have to go back. I would have to climb back. I'd have to always go back. I always got back what I lost, but it didn't come cheap and it didn't come easy, you know? And, and maybe you had a different appreciation or a different value of it when it came back. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and this can be, this can be objects. This can be uh, relationships. You know, this depends on what it's touching in your chart. It could be your career. It could be your identity. It could be, because Pluto is, um, you know, the rising Phoenix, you know, like it's the Phoenix rising. It's like, it burns to the ground, whatever it's touching. And then you can rebuild it again. And it is, you know, it's something that, you know, we don't uh, completely understand it because it's very karmic. Pluto is a very karmic planet. So it, you know, we, we have talked about karma in the past and people think that karma is just what you've done in this life. And that is some, some of that is true, but that you still have karma the way that you have, you know, the way that you get, I don't know, the way that you get, um, diabetes or the way you get, you know, 
I don't know, high blood pressure, whatever, whatever your element is, you're, you're inheriting that health karma. Well, you're inheriting the vibrational DNA karma as well. So, you know, whatever your ancestors did, that is in your DNA. So, and, you know, you follow your soul tribe. So, you know, you're learning these karmic lessons. So, you know, while this is happening, you're not really sure why it's happening, but you know that if you choose, and Pluto's the hardest because during these, the low vibrations of Pluto, during these transits, this is when you see somebody fall into obsession. They fall into dark thoughts, perhaps of premeditated murder or suicide. You see um, self-sabotage. You see that like they are, um, you can almost look at them and say, whoa, something's something's not right there. You know what I mean? Like you, like this is a time where, um, you know, therapy helps. Um, but the pull with Pluto is so strong that it's often hard to resist, you know, so that this is where, you know, that this is where you really have to kind of open up to somebody, not keep it all to yourself. Somebody who understands, um, Pluto is a tough one. Cause you really can't, you know, right. it's very hard to do Pluto all by yourself. Um, but right. you have to, you have to keep in mind that there's a time frame here and, you know, an astrologer or, you know, somebody who can tell you all right, you're going to start feeling better after such and such date. At least that helps to know there's an ending there. But the, but the thing is when you come out of that Pluto and you've, you've done good by Pluto, you've gone to the higher vibration. Um, you, you feel empowered. You have a new sense of empowerment that nobody can take from you. Because literally you went through hell. One of the things you and I have been talking about. So Christine and I are looking at putting on another free mini class Q and A for you guys coming up here soon, where we do talk about those murderous aspects, that suicide, why so many people turn to that. And there it is. It is because you don't know when the end date is and the pain can be too much to bear. So that, you know, there isn't anyone or anything living that doesn't suffer, but I think that people know their threshold, you know, pretty well. And they, they think, well, I can't carry this level of pain, you know, or I can't tolerate that person or that situation anymore. So they lose it. You know, they, they lose it. They lose their shit. And if they had a date, an end point, and the other unique thing that I've seen with other people who went through Pluto transits or that you've told me in my own chart is that there are moments before that end point where the pain lessens mm-hmm. or the temptation will get easier or whatever it is. And to just even have that to hold on to can be enough for people. I think that's going to be a really important show. And yeah, yeah. Because nobody talks about it. We can touch on dark night of the soul and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I just, what came to mind was that, that guy that murdered his whole family. Remember that it was not too long ago that his name was Chris. I can't remember what his name was, but he, he murdered his pregnant wife and his two children. And then he put them in those silo things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and, and honestly, like the guy, he really seemed sort of normal, you know what I mean? Like it, and he was loved by almost everybody. And, you know, I don't, I haven't read his chart or anything like that, but that's what Pluto will take you to. You know what I mean? Like a person who normally would not do that all of a sudden starts getting these obsessive thoughts. You know what I mean? And then these really dark thoughts and then, you know, murder, suicide, all of a sudden these things start to seem like they're possible, especially if you're 
in an environment that you don't have a really good moral compass. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you didn't grow up with a parent with a really good moral compass, you, you don't have, you know what I mean? Or for, Which you know, could be part of the karma and well, the generational heaviness. And we right. have a, we have a class up on the website called karma contracts and past lives. Paul, if you could put that in the feed, karma contracts and past lives breaks this down for you. What is a generational curse? Is there any such thing? Not really, but will you be taking on the energy from previous generations? And, and when Christine is talking about, you know, Pluto being about karma, it can be past life. Also talk about these difficult relationships and things burning down. Well, if there's karma there that needs to be worked out, mm -hmm. you know, we, we need to tap into who were we before? Where do we need to be heading? And I love how you said it is always going to break down, especially in karma, to what is the lesson? Where can I take this? What is the high vibration? You just need to survive it. And you have to, there's a certain amount of trust with Pluto too, because you have to trust that it's going to rebuild from the ashes. So at your right. lowest point, you have to, you just have to kind of trust, okay, this is going to rebuild. This is going to regenerate. It's really painful right now. This is painful, the darkest yeah. point, but it's going to get better. You so know, and I think guys, that, feel free to post. If you think you went through something like this, a dark night of the soul, you know, feel free to post maybe what happened or how long it took. Uh, what is the average length of a Pluto transit? Um, it can be like, it can be two to three years. So, and know. does this happen for everybody at some point or not so much? No, like um, some people, you know, some, I mean, at some point Pluto will touch things in your chart, but not everybody's going to have Pluto opposite Mercury. You know what I mean? Like Pluto takes, um, you know, Pluto takes so long to get around the, you know, like 184 years or something like that to get all the way around the solar system. So it's not going to affect everybody as badly as some though. So. The lucky few, huh? Yeah, the lucky few. But, but it will touch got, the planet. But you but got five hits instead of three, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I got five hits instead of three. So five you know, but, but without the education, I don't know how I would have handled that. And and people who are Cancers or Capricorns, okay. you know, they have been feeling it probably most intense because, you know, if you're a Capricorn, at some point Pluto will or has um, conjunct your sun. And that's probably one of the most intense transits. And if you're a Cancer, it may have, um, you know, it may have opposed one of your planets. So that, you know, that may just have dealing with a trend with a major transit with Pluto. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think my personal opinion that cancers and Capricorns have had the hardest time with Pluto transiting, you know, um, and when did that start? Mm, I don't have the dates in front of me, but like a few um, months ago. No, no, no. This has been a long time that thank oh. God, like we're getting into Pluto's going to go into Aquarius. Okay. In 2023, 2024. Okay. So we're going to be out of this cycle. But um, yeah, it's, thank God. Because thank God. <laughs> it's brutal, well, right? But, but again, it is time for change. Mm -hmm. And without this, right, we look at, we, we always want to look at the light. We always want to look at what's fun. We always want to look at rainbows and butterflies and what. Yeah. And and there's none of that with Pluto. No, there's none of that with Pluto. There's not going to get any of that none of that and with the three of these you know it's sort of like we have to have something to offset the good 
to push us through. We can't just continue on yeah. the way that we have been. So we, we have to have the tools and the education is really the only way, the only way that we can get tools, you know, your faith in whoever you pray to, and then the tools to get, you know, to get through. And that's through the education that, you know, that you offer. And this is the only way that we are all going to join this consciousness revolution, because if we stay not conscious, if we stay not awake, you know, the, the future is going to be very dismal. Yes, it is. And I want to also encourage, you know, I've been posting a lot lately, lightworkers, it is time for you to step up. I find it very disappointing that there are many lightworkers out there who aren't doing what they need to do. And it's because they're always waiting on someone to come and tell them to do it. That's it. This is it. Feeling drawn to it. Knowing that you're called to do it is it. It's not, you know, it doesn't make you super special. It's not a gift. It is something that we all have, but some of us are called to use it full time during mm -hmm. this transition, especially. Okay. So don't be waiting on anyone to tell you just mm -hmm. move forward. Come get the education here at the Academy. Okay. What uh, questions or comments do we have coming in here for Christina? Or uh, I we have a question from crystal what signs are being affected by a pluto transit currently she asked what signs are being affected right now the most by pluto i would say the most you know i'm the most is is capricorn but the you know cancer too and then you know the other cardinal signs but you know i to me those two are just the you know they are the the most cancer and capricorn and what are the other cardinal signs um, like Aries and Libra. So, but they're getting squares, but I just, to me, like you, I mean, you have to see your, you have to see your um, personal chart. Yeah. So to know, you know what I mean? To know if they're touching any personal planets, but you know, it, it, Capricorns have had it a little rough, you know, for a while now. So, and, but once we step into Aquarius, you know, like that energy changes um, and then there will be some ugly that we have to look at in Aquarius too, but you know, that we're going to have to step into, you know, more equality for everybody, not, you know, not just a certain type of person, you know, where you have to, we have to move towards that, you know, equal. Amen. Mm -hmm. We have another one. Uh, no questions, but we did get some good comments. Uh, Kim had said that she's been talking a lot all day actually about the Phoenix and, you know, mm -hmm. rising up after uh you know rebuilding um and when he was speaking about mars mt took that very very strongly he's like use the mars war energy instead of war yes. you know use it to educate yourself for meaningful actions and she said thank you and uh this is a great one from heather she said she loves what can be destructive energy for some can be reconstructive for others mm -hmm. yeah so it's very very interesting absolutely and we can learn from each other Mm -hmm. yep. I always tell people with um, a strong Mars too, if nothing else, like if you're so frustrated, go for a run, you know what I mean? Or do something physical because, you know, Mars is the action energy. So if you just go like ride a bike or run or do something, you can get rid of that energy. Same thing with Uranus too. If it just means taking a walk or, you know, like somehow you get that energy out um, that might you know, help you to channel spirit too, and figure out what you're supposed to be going towards. But sometimes you need the it really does too. Yeah, motion meditation is like yeah. I mean, some people can't. You know, some people can't sit. You know, no, I can't. You know, clean or what? Maybe not clean, but 
walk. <laughs> yeah, exercise, do something. Keep yourself going and just listen. Yeah, and people, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not the person that runs. I don't do that. But my daughter, she has um, an Aries moon, you know, so Mars rules her moon. So she runs three miles a day, you know, it helps her. I can't Love even it. imagine. My, me with all my water, <laughs> running, no, not happening. If I'm running, you run because something's chasing us. Yeah, put that fire out. You yeah. have another one coming in here, Paul? Uh, well, MP had asked, and I think this may be what Christina touched on uh, just a minute ago, is when is the equality of Aquarius energy coming? 2023? Yeah, like, well, Saturn's going to go into Aquarius in December. So that's going to, like, sort of begin our cycle with that. And then Pluto is going to step in. So then it'll be like, it'll be like we're even more into it by then. And, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about that in end times, but, um, you know, technology is going to take off at this point and, you know, things that we've never even imagined, you know, are going to exist. So, you know, I think once Pluto goes in there, we may have to look at the ugly side of that, you know, so we'll see what we'll talk. We'll be here to talk about that when it comes. Yeah, we will. Yeah, for sure. But December, 2020, it starts to shift a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we kind of got a glimpse of it. Um, at the end of March, beginning of April, we got, you know, if you were paying attention, um, we got a little glimpse of kind of the technology and, you know, and people um, rising to the occasion of, you know, like acting like, you know, we have to make people equal, you know, like those, those things started to come up and um, it's just a glimpse at this point. We're not even fully into that yet. So, well, um, I just want to go over again, okay? This is this is a lot of really great information, how to apply it to your life, the three steps. It's always going to be number one, mindfulness. You have to be mindful of who you are, of what you're thinking, what you're putting your thoughts toward, how you're feeling emotionally, how you feel you're wanting to react, where your intuition is. Be mindful of yourself. That, this is where we start. Once you're mindful of yourself and you know your reactions, then you can move on to the second step, which is education. You have to become knowledgeable about why it is, okay? The root issue, why are you feeling what you're feeling, thinking what you're thinking? having the impulses that you're having. We also want to become aware, and I would highly recommend if you guys don't tune into anything else, get the empathic awareness course. Because if you don't understand what is mine versus what is others invading me, you don't really have a prayer of balancing all of this out. We have to start with education. And then you can take those skills, and step number three is action. That means no more excuses. You know, that means you have to have follow through. You have to set up new habits and routines. On and that's, the way the train, that's the training yourself. Training. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the longer you do it, the easier it becomes. It's always going to seem overwhelming in the beginning. Or people will take the empathic awareness class and they'll say, well, I took it a week ago and I don't feel a change. Well, you spent 53 years not doing it properly. It's going to take more than one attempt. You know, you have to stick with it. But uh, the blessings are tremendous. And yeah. once you start tapping into that high vibe, you don't go low. 
Yes. Yes. And it, that that's the biggest thing, you know, like you want to, you know, do you want to just live or do you want to live your best life? And do you want to contribute something to the world around you? But you know, right. you, when you're contributing to others, you are living, you know what I mean? Like it, it goes okay. hand in hand when you bless others, you bless yourself. So it's like, you know, when you're, when you have that awareness and, you know, it needs to be in our schools too, you know, it, the teenagers, they need to know, you know, they, you know, they struggle so much and I see it on a daily basis. We need to, um, we need to let, you know, teenagers know this stuff so that they are better prepared, you know? Right. The consciousness I, revolution. Yes. I just, you know, I just, yeah, is there anything up. else you want to tell everybody? Well, I just looked it up and Cap, uh, Pluto and Capricorn was 16 year period. So we're getting out of it. We're going out of it. Um, so yeah. that's good news, right? Um, yeah, I just want to, I want everybody to be vibrationally prepared and, you know, there are times when, you know, that I am not, you know, maybe I'm not making the best choice or you're, you know, or you can see that somebody else isn't making the best choice and there's, maybe you can remind them or, or, or kind of propel them to, you know, you, maybe you should listen to this or maybe you should tap into this. Um, I know I would like to do, um, you know, we've been talking about me doing some downloadable classes I think that, you know, we may, I might do one on like the sun signs and, you know, how to find your sun sign and you know, just know where your, your, your specialness is. And maybe you can work from there empowering yourself, you know, because you do have something to contribute. You just have to figure out what it is. You know, you just have to get to know yourself a little bit better so you can go to that high vibration so that you can make you can live the life that you came to live and get the lessons that you were supposed to when you came. It is eye-opening to get a chart with Christina to understand, you know, why you're here, where you came from, what your highest is for yourself, what you're meant to do. And see me too if you feel lost about that for a life contract reading. I can tell you what it is that you signed on to do before you came to earth. And I don't think she or I, we never do our readings together, but they always match perfectly. So the planets don't lie and neither does the life contract, but to understand that you did come here with a big purpose and the time is now for us to all collectively step up. You just need to pick up on the tools. So we hope to see you on back here again. Christina, this was so helpful to understand the most influential planets here that can really bring us down and what they're really here to do if we tap into that high vibration. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everybody for tuning in and thank you, Polly. You're very welcome.